Welcome, welcome to Anchor.com, AnchorFM.com, the home of the podcast where you can be heard from your bedroom, living room, all around the world, any room your heart desires, all around the world. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This episode is going to talk about a band that's one of my favorite bands, a band that was a biopic done on the lead singer and the band a few years ago, it's hard to believe, and it kind of actually started the revival in bringing back uh, music acts as far as the big theaters and everything and as far as, you know, the impact of songs and so on and so forth. Just, you know, when you sit there and you're thinking, oh, I remember how they perform and this memory and so on and so forth and, you know, larger than life persona and everything. And of course, I'm the acting person I'm talking about is Freddie Mercury and the band is Queen. One of the most distinctive, versatile bands you're going to ever hear. And uh, one of the first songs I'm obviously going to talk about is Bohemian Rhapsody. And it's ironic because 30 years ago, a few months later down the line this year, that song came back to the Wayne's World revival. Talk about an operatic, opera, incredible piece of music. And Freddie Mercury wrote the song, the instrumentation, the harmony, incredible. Because Queen could be over the top. They had so many different things going on in their music. Whimsical. But they tried different things. And they were very successful. Left a lasting impression. And Bohemian Rhapsody is one of those songs where you're just like in awe of how everything fits and connects and correlates. And it's just really one of those songs that you're just like, wow, they, they, they pulled that off. That was something else. Another song I dug by them is Radio Gaga, which talks about the, the garbage that radio started pushing and promoting. And actually, Lady Gaga got her name from that particular song. But it tells you, you know, the storylines and the songs and what they're looking for. And I like the way the music sounded and the feel of it. And it represented that time and represents what's going on now. It's just, you know, the corporate and the whole nine. But I like the message of a very, very happy song ways to look at it. Um, next song I dug is Don't Stop Me Now. I always dug the energy of the song, love the edge of the song, the feeling of the song. You know, it's one of those straightforward cuts, but yet it's one of those songs that you definitely can appreciate the harmony. Uh, de- definitely appreciate um, the honesty of it, you know. And um, I always dug how that song felt. It's just it's always the truth. One of them songs you just gonna really feel too. It's tight. The next song I dug is Somebody to Love. And it's funny because at the Queen Tribute Show, 93, George Michael did a 92. George Michael did a great take. And and Freddie Mercury's vocal range was no joke. I mean, the range was something else. You know. The band is tight. I mean, let's just give it up to Brian May on guitar. I mean, they they definitely the musicality, but when you hear someone to love the harmony, the vocals, the feeling, the sentiment, you know, you're just like, wow. I mean, they they really left a mark with that. And this song is very strong, and I love the chorus of it. You know, like I said before, one thing about Queen, you listen to their music, it takes you different places, and it definitely has a vibrant strong belly to it. It's just really strong. And this is another one of those songs where, you know, you just feel what's going on with it. So it's really tight. It's, uh, you know, very, very strong cut. Very feeling. Um, 
next song that I dug a lot was You're My Best Friend. You know, it's kind of like a sing-along, but the way the song takes its tone and feel, it's it's really sentimental. And again, when you listen to Queen, it can veer into different directions, but it's just like one of those songs that, you know, heartfelt ballad, sentimentalist, you know, just a lot of different nuances with their music, and that's and that's another example of how, you know, you hear a song that's just enduring, and yet it takes, you know, it just really hits you like that. So, you know, that was definitely another song where it's like, yeah, that that song definitely is the spot that was definitely on point. So, um, definitely like that one. Definitely was feeling that song. It was definitely one of the songs that you. You know, you can definitely get into. Uh, the next song that I dug a lot from was Crazy Little Thing Called Love. Now, this is kind of like a rockabilly. It was like a nod to Elvis Presley. And, again, the versatility of Freddie Mercury, where they would go musically, you couldn't really pinpoint what they were going to do. But these styles that they were able to do just showcases their versatility, showcases their honesty as artists and the depth and it's uh, again I always like the harmony of the song I like the way it swayed it, it, it grew it rocked and um you know when you listen to them you're thinking oh, okay they're gonna do this they do that they do that you know and sometimes it's taken as commonplace but again when you hear this kind of when you hear the versatility you're like okay that was on point you know and I like the way his vocals went and nudged on that song so you know just another one of them songs where you're just like that was tight you know that was real smooth how he, how he layered that cut so that was definitely on point that definitely uh, you know was a tight cut then we get to some other songs that I like by them uh, I liked uh, Killer Queen I like the way that song moved I like the, the tone and feel of that song like the arrangement, you know, you definitely can tell where they're going with certain interpretations, but the vocals always get the main butter on the bread with everything, and that definitely was one of them songs that you could definitely, uh, you know, definitely tell where they're going with, and I definitely like that song. That song was really tight, so that was bringing it. Uh, the next cut that I liked a lot by them was another one, Bites the Dust. This one came out 40 years ago bass on that is fire, you know, and it definitely was chic inspired, because at that time, the chic sound, when Nile Rodgers, Bernard Edwards, and Tony Thompson, you could just hear that sound, but, but Queen brought the groove with this one, this one got played on all the different formats, uh, it was funky, it was bumping, and it's one of those songs that, you know, when it comes on, you just start bopping and grooving to, I mean, it has that energy, it's a, it's a marching groove type of song. And, um, you know, again, Queen musically was very versatile. So you never know what to expect. I just got through talking about how crazy little thing called Love came out the year prior. So it went from an Elvis type of cut to a Sheik type of cut. So that's how the gamut ran with them. And, they, and musically, they had no limits. They definitely put it down like that and again that's a great tribute to what they did as artists and that was another strong song 
The next cut that I like was We Will Rock It. This is a couple minutes stomp pee type of song. But it's one of those songs that the energy is so real. The energy is felt so, you know, you just, when you hear it, you know, you just get into it. You feel the, you feel the excitement. You feel, you know, you stomp on, you stomp on the floor. You feel where they're coming with it. And it just gets you going. It's one of those pump me up. Like if you went to a concert and say an artist was bombing. If you got the foot stomper clap type of track like this, you win them over. And you could do this for like a half hour and nobody would even be tired or be hating because it's that catchy. It's one of the one of the most straightforward to your fans. And it's a direct energy. And it's like again, you feel where they're going with this. You know, no no questions asked, no, it's just real straightforward. The last song we'll talk about is We Are The Champions. And if you're a big sports sports fan, this is like one of those anthems. It's probably the anthem, you know, or right there, 101A. I mean, there's nothing like, nothing that says that you want more than hear a song that says it. And this song has endured, it's taken a life of its own, generation to generation, decade to decade, era to era. It's still one of those songs that you can identify with, with greatness and with winning. And it's it, it feels that way just hearing it on its own. It feels like, wow, this was accomplished. Just a great achievement. And that song has that kind of feel about it. And this just shows you some of the, the versatility of where they went from this type of song to that kind of song. They didn't, they, you know, one of the few acts that you're going to hear that you go, whoa, they did this to that and still kept their formula and groove something else. So anyway, uh, please tell me your favorite Queen songs, albums, videos, live performances. Uh, wash your hands, keep your mind clear, watch out for another. And uh, just because a song is old or album is old doesn't mean you can't find anything new in it. Queen has had quite a bit of songs covered, sampled, and they've been uh, pretty inspirational and influential on a lot of action. A lot of Queen love. And lasting. So keep it funky. Stay on the one. Be safe. Be careful out there. Until next time uh, we talk. Be cool. And uh, give Queen a shot if you haven't listened to them. They definitely have some. They've had, they've had some real interesting music over the years. Respect. And this is the 30th anniversary of Freddie Mercury's death. But he will not be forgotten. And he knew Queen's music. I'm out. Peace.